0: Welcome. This is Raul Lowry Contreras. This is the Contreras Report and Hispanic View of the United States of America, Issue 113, Issue 113. Today, we're going to discuss Mexico will pay for the wall, so says President Trump. Two, we're going to boycott Goodyear because the president is upset. Three, Trump and conspiracies, canon, canon. We'll talk about that. Then we'll talk about Romney haters, people around the president who hate Mitt Romney, senator from the state of Utah. Then we have some brand new polls on non white voters, uh, African Americans and Hispanics, and we're going to discuss those. Then, just uh, a few minutes after uh, or before I, w- I woke up this morning, Uh, the news came across the wire that Steve Bannon, who was the chief executive officer of the Trump 2016 campaign and served as a White House advisor to President Trump after he became president in 2017, Steve Bannon has been arrested. We'll discuss that in greater detail. And then we're going to wind up today's comments with a column that I wrote this week and I'll tell you about it at the time. Now, if you want to send me an email, I'm going to give you my email address at the end of the program. So prepare, get a pencil and paper and uh, stand by for those of you that want to contact me for one reason or another. If you want to ask a question, make a comment, encourage me, discourage me, attack me. I don't care. I have thick Thick skin. I've been doing this for a long time, and I've done it on radio, on television, uh, in person. Uh, think back to 1965, when I gave a speech at the California Republican State Central Committee meeting, and um, I was pushing. I was going against uh, the uh, fair housing referendum that was sponsored by the real California real estate people. Who were upset because of the Rumford Fair Housing Act, which had been passed by the state legislature and signed into law by Governor Brown, Pat Brown, Sr., the father at that time. And there I was, 24 years old, giving this speech, and that I had been chosen to be one of the speakers opposing the referendum. And uh, when I finished, I was heartily booed. And when I stepped off the dais at the end of the of the uh, stage. Uh, There were half a dozen women carrying signs, uh, uh, kill the Rumford Act, uh, kill unfair housing, and uh, one of them spit on me. So I've been around for a while, and I've got a thick skin. In any event, I will give you my email address, and you can contact me. The other day, the President of the United States went to Yuma, Arizona on a campaign trip. And he inspected some construction of his wall, which is not a wall, please. It's a fence. And he told reporters that Mexico will pay for his wall. Said he plans to charge tolls on cars and trucks entering the U.S. from Mexico. Okay, now let's deep dive into that. This is from the official White House transcript of the Trump visit to the border on Tuesday, the 18th of August. You can Google it. The official White House transcript of the Trump visit to the border at Yuma Tuesday, the 18th. When I say question, that means a reporter asked a question. When I say the president, that means the president responded. This is from the White House transcript. I'm not making this up. You can Google it. Question. President Trump, since we're here talking about the wall and the election is fast approaching, do you have anything to say about your 2016 campaign promise that Mexico will pay for it? President Trump, quote, yeah, they're paying for it, unquote. Question, how? President Trump, quote, they're going to pay at the border, at the gate. Cars going through, we're going to do a toll, or we may do a toll for money being sent back and forth. They will pay for it. Yeah, they're paying for it. It's a 100%, unquote. Question. But just to be clear, right now, they are not paying for it, unquote. President Trump, quote, no, no. It doesn't matter whether they pay now or over the next 12 months. No, no. Mexico will be paying. We have a very good relationship with Mexico, and we built the wall under budget uh, ahead of schedule. Once we started, these guys, the Army Corps of Engineers, did it a great job, and Mexico is paying for the wall. Yeah, either through the toll, and it's a very small charge because we do such business. You know... The, the President Trump continues, quote, you know, it's the largest entry to a country in terms of business anywhere in the world by far. A lot of people don't know that. Our southern border, it's the largest point of entry anywhere in the world. So they're paying for it. Yeah. Unquote. Question. Just can one of the officials here, one of the experts talk a little bit about what that fee is, how much it is, and how much you plan to actually earn it. President Trump, well, quote, well, I think that what we are doing is we're figuring out, we're figuring how much we have to charge, what the charge would be. It won't be very substantial because we have millions and millions of cars and trucks going through the border, and we may also do it as a tax or a combination. We may do it as a tax, money being sent on money being sent back into Mexico, Quite unquote. Question, even though the border is closed right now, President Trump, and you know what? That's closed, but it's not going to always be closed, and it's open at entry. It's open, but we're very, very careful. But it will open in a short period when the pandemic, when the China virus goes, it will be open Unquote. "President Trump wound up this segment of his visit with, quote, "But I will tell you this we built a great wall." Please let that sink in, especially his syntax. I remember as a kid how everybody used to make fun of President Dwight Eisenhower's syntax and they I never knew what the word syntax was. I had never heard of it until people were jumping all over Eisenhower President Eisenhower because of his syntax. Well, President Trump's worse, absolutely worse than anything ever imagined under President Eisenhower. So what else has President Trump done? Well, he's called for a boycott of an American tire manufacturer called Goodyear Tires. The President of the United States has called for Americans to boycott Goodyear Tires based in Akron, Ohio, for sliding the president. As it is right, as it's right, as a private company, Goodyear has informed its employees they are not permitted to wear clothing or symbols that are political in nature. Only symbols or clothing that promote racial and social justice are permitted. President Trump, quote, oh, and the reason is, they specifically banned the wearing of MAGA, Make America Great Hats, the red hats that are the symbol of the Trump campaign, from its employees wearing them on campus, in other words, on the, in their facilities. Quote, Trump says, I'm not happy with Goodyear because what they're doing is plain politics. The funny thing is, the people that work for Goodyear, I can guarantee you, I poll very well with all those great workers uh Goodyear. Trump said further, quote, When they say that you can't have Blue Lives Matter, you can't show a blue line, you can't wear a MAGA hat, but you can have the other things that are Marxist in nature. There's something wrong with the top of Goodyear. Unquote. Press secretary Kelly McEnany states, "Goodyear's policy was quote, was clearly targeted towards a certain ideology." Unquote. Trump thinks his supporters at Goodyear are being denied First Amendment rights. He said it. First Amendment rights. Apparently. The President of the United States doesn't know that private companies are not covered by the First First Amendment. He apparently has never read the First Amendment. So for Mr. Trump, I'm going to read you the words involved in the First Amendment that he thinks he's referring to, but that actually are the opposite of what he's saying. Surprise, Mr. President, quote the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech. Mr. President, it doesn't say companies shall make no laws. It says Congress. Only the United States Congress is prohibited from making a law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech." Now, the 14th Amendment, when it was uh, approved by the states in 1868, took actually, and the Supreme Court made this decision, they they took the First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, and applied them to the states up till then the states could do, could pass uh, uh, laws abridging freedom of speech because they weren't covered. And it said only Congress. But now, through the Fourteenth Amendment, uh, the equal enforcement of the laws and uh, due process, uh, the the uh, uh, First Ten Amendments uh, the, of the Constitution, uh, were applied to the state. For example, uh, the um, uh, the search and seizure act uh, acts uh, by the various states and uh, came under the Fourth Amendment, which they hadn't before. So, Mr. President, please read the Constitution, or at least ask a lawyer if you can uh, do. Uh, you can even complain and calling a boycott. Now, I've been around since President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That's how many presidents I've been. Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, um, Jimmy Carter, oh, uh, President Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, Papa Bush, and then uh, Bill Clinton, and then uh, George W. Bush, and then Obama. I've been through all those presidents, and not one has ever called for a boycott until this president did. It's un-American. Not the boycott, but it's un-American for the president of the United States to call for a boycott. I'm sorry, Mr. President, but you have a lot of things to learn. And unfortunately, uh, you're not gonna have enough time to learn them, I hope. Trump and conspiracies. Okay, the president offers praise to followers of Canaan. Canon is spelled QANON, which is a secret organization. Groups and individuals that have been dropped by Facebook and Twitter because they're conspiracy theories. The FBI, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, has labored has labeled believers of Canon. They've labeled them domestic terrorists. The President of the United States, quote, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, which I appreciate, but I don't know much about the movement. Unquote. Quote, These are people that don't like Portland and places like Chicago and other cities and states. I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. I don't know really anything about it other than they supposedly like me. A reporter told President Trump, quote, Canaan is a conspiracy theory pushed by believers that posit that Trump and his allies are working together to expose and arrest an underground cabal of global elites who control the government and run child sex trafficking rings, unquote. The president continues, quote, well... I haven't heard that, but is that supposed to be ba- a bad thing or a good thing? Unquote. If I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there, unquote. One of the conspiracies that k has pushed in recent months is that online retailer Wayfair, you know the ones that do a lot of television advertising, that Wayfair sells children with its furniture line. There's another group in uh, the country, and they're usually, they're ensconced mostly in the Republican Party. By the way, in case you're wondering, I am a lifelong Republican. I carried an I like Ike sign every morning and on the bus to school in the 7th grade, 1952. And I stood outside the bus where all the buses that, that brought the kids to Horace Mann Jr. High School dropped off the kids. I would stand there every single morning uh, with my sign, I like Ike, okay? And I wore my button to the point that my social studies teacher, turned out to have an Adelaide Stevenson bumper sticker on her car, actually uh, ripped it off of me and uh, took me to the principal because I was disrupting the class because I was yelling at her. Well, as it turned out, I called my father at the San Diego Police Department, and he and another detective came out (laughs) because they were pissed. They were both Eisenhower supporters. And they had a long discussion with the principal who gave me back my button, told me I could wear it, and admonished the teacher publicly for interfering with my freedom to support my candidate for president. I was 11 years old. That's how long I've been a Republican. So I'm not doing this because I'm a, I'm a Democrat or I'm ultra liberal or anything like that. I'm, I'm Most people call me a moderate. But people who hate Mitt Romney are idiots. They're total idiots and they aren't Republicans, not real Republicans. And they, the ones that are in the party, especially those in Congress that hate Romney publicly and demand that he be expelled, blah, 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 and all that. They should be expelled from the Republican Party because they aren't Republicans. From some of them, let's see what they do. To let your politics be defined by loathing or adoration of a single political figure is to debase yourself. Those words came from a writer at the National Review. His name is Isaac Shore, and he wrote a long article that I read. Quote, on the American right, we have Reagan Republicans, Trump Republicans, anti-Trump Republicans, and anti-anti-Trump Republicans, rhinos, and true conservatives, a Freedom Caucus and a Tuesday group, unquote. Quote, of all the varieties of American conservatism, though, one new contingent stands alone in its ridiculousness, anti Romney Republicans. Despite my position as a former United States Marine, and the fact that no Romney man, including Mitt or his five sons, and Mitt's father, former Michigan Governor George Romney, ever served in the U.S. military, that's usually a thing that's very, very important to me. But despite the fact that that occurred in the Romney family, that no Romney man in the last two generations has served the United States of America in the military like I did starting at 18 I supported and voted for mitt because I felt he was far better for the United States than barack obama and it turned out that I was right given that and given senator romney has voted with fellow republican senators 95% of his votes and is ranked in the top half of all gop senators ranked Number uh, with a score of 77 on his American Conservative Union ranking, he was not invited to the annual Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, by its chairman, Matt Schlapp, who's a big Trump uh, acolyte, who proudly announced, and I quote, the extreme conservative and junior senator from the great state of Utah, Senator Romney, is formally not invited to CPAC 2020, unquote. Garbage. BS, slap, you're an idiot. The clown, slap, slap the clown. And others like him, including Florida Congressman Matt Gates, who is being investigated for illegal spending of government money. In other words, he's probably a crook, apparently don't know that it was Barry Goldwater, United States Senator, Republican from Arizona, and Hugh Scott, United States Senator from the state of Pennsylvania and the leader of the Republicans in the United States Senate, plus the House Republican leader, John Rhodes of Arizona. They met with Nixon and they told him he had to quit before he was impeached. And they, and he did. He quit. Before he was impeached. My point is, these were good Republicans. And they turned on the president for political reasons, of course. But the fact of the matter is, George Romney, or George Romney, I'm sorry, that was his father. Um, By the way, um, George Romney, the father who was the governor of Michigan and the former chairman of uh, American Motors, which no longer exists, but Uh, It was uh, big at the time. They made the Ramblers a very popular car. Uh, uh, Governor George uh, uh, Romney was born in Mexico. And in fact, I met him on one occasion and I said, we have one thing in common. He says, well, are you Mormon? I said, no, we're both born in Mexico. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so for Mitt Romney voted, who was the only U.S. Republican senator to vote, to impeach, to convict President Trump. And for that, and of course, uh, 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 President Trump has been, you know, criticizing Romney for a long time, and that he was a loser. But one thing that Trump does not tell us is that that Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney, candidate for president in 2012, received more votes nationally than President Trump did, who was elected president by a quirk of the electoral college, not by the vote of the people. In this country. He was elected by the votes, a tiny handful of votes, in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Chances are, he's not going to carry any one of those states this year. So, if you... Let me repeat that first quote. To let your politics be defined by loathing or adoration of a single political figure is to debase yourself, quote, unquote. Isaac Shore of National Review Magazine. Thank you, Mr. Shore. Let's talk about some polls. Now, you, you hear about all these polls that come out all the time, and as well, you, you should. What you don't see, however, is uh, polls that are specific to African Americans and Hispanics. Uh, there's a company called Latino Decisions. The chairman of it is uh, is a faculty member at UCLA used to be at the University of Washington called Matt Pareto. Anyway, uh, they do uh, polling, national polling. In a poll taken for voter participate the voter participation center and for the center of voter information, nonprofit nonpartisan groups, between August 8th and August 14th, Joe Biden and uh, uh, Joe Biden named Senator Harris on August 11th. So, uh, the people that were, t- were talked to after the 11th were aware that Kamala Harris had been uh, named uh, the vice presidential candidate. Anyway, after uh, it, the poll shows that from the previous poll that the ticket with uh, uh, Harris on it with African Americans increased in popularity by 11 points and 15 points with Hispanics. Both groups split 50-50 on mail or in-person voting. Latino support jumped from 33 for Biden to 48% and African-American support uh, jumped from 68 to 79%. Latinos were polled in Arizona, Florida, Colorado, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Texas. 85% were registered to vote and 15% said they were planning to register to vote for this election. Among African Americans polled, they were polled in Florida, Georgia, Michigan, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Texas. Again, 85% were registered voters, 15% had not yet registered but were planning on it. The Latino margin of error was 2.5%, and 1552 Hispanics were polled around in the states that I mentioned. African-Americans, the margin of error was 2.7%, and 1,300 were polled. Okay, I've saved this to last because it just happened this morning. Uh, uh, just a few minutes before I got out of bed, uh, Steve Bannon was arrested and charged with ripping donors off who had contributed to a wall project financed with private donations. The wall to be built and was built and has been (laughs) the U.S. Attorney of the area in New Mexico has uh, sued uh, the construction company because they totally screwed it up and the erosion it's caused is is terrible. Anyway, so 15 minutes before I woke up this morning at 6.45 a.m. Pacific time, the United States Attorney's Office in Manhattan, the Southern District of Manhattan uh, announced that uh, former campaign chief and White House senior advisor to President Trump was arrested for a number of charges. He and others conspired to cheat and defraud many people who donated, get this, $25 million to build some of Trump's wall on the border between New Mexico and Mexico. Bannon, Brian, Colfage, Andrew, Bartolato and Timothy Shea Shea, were arrested and charged. And um, we shall see when they go to trial, but it's interesting that the top man of the Trump campaign and a top presidential advisor is arrested and charged with fraud. How about that? Before I forget, I do want to mention a couple of facts about the wall that I, I forgot to mention earlier and uh, only three miles of fencing have been built where nothing existed before. only three miles by President Trump. Of 275 miles of fencing, two, 275 miles of fencing have been built to replace existing fence fencing. 89% of all the construction under President Trump, of, on his border wall, has been to replace or repair. It is not new mileage. Only three miles of fencing have been built where nothing existed before. And everybody should know that. And, of course, he had to take money from the military. In other words, he took money from the military budget because Congress wouldn't give him the money he wanted to build this wall, which is not progressing very fast, or very, and and has no, he has no chance of meeting his goal of uh, 400 miles. And no way. Okay, before I forget, let me give you my email address. It's Hispanic commentator. That's one word, two C's and two M's. Hispanic commentator at gmail dot com. I'll give it again before I sign off. Let me read to you my column for the week. Its title is President Donald J. Trump's Real History with American Blacks, by Raul Lowry Contreras. While President Donald J. Trump has been president since January 20th, 2017, American Black and Hispanic communities have grown into 39% or more of the total American population. The Hispanic percentage is increasing daily and is much younger than the rest of the country. In an interview with Axios, A-X-I-O-S apostrophe, Jonathan Swan, with uh, Axios's Jonathan Swan, President Trump claimed to, quote, have done more for the black community, unquote, than any other president. He has made the same claim about what he has done for Hispanics. Well, what has he done for blacks and Hispanics? June, Black unemployment, that's June of 2020, black unemployment was 15.4%. White unemployment in June was 10.1%, 5.3% lower than the black rate. Hispanic slash Latino unemployment was 14.5%. That is 0.9% lower than the black rate, but 4.4% higher than white unemployment. These numbers are substantially higher than a year ago due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Much lower numbers were reported in October, 2019 by the government. In fact, then black and Hispanic Latino unemployment reached all time lows. Caveat, President Trump's end zone celebration isn't warranted. However, black and Hispanic historical record lows for unemployment are higher than that of whites and had been consistently going down since the 2008-2009 recession ended in June 2009. President Trump cannot put his name on the 10-year decline in unemployment experienced by all American workers, not just among blacks and Hispanics. Black unemployment is always higher than that of Hispanics, always. White unemployment is also lower than of Hispanics always. Is President Trump correct in stating that he has done more for the black community than any other president? Well, President Abraham Lincoln's election platform called for no expansion of slavery outside the states where slavery was legal in 1860. He went further and freed black slaves. He sponsored the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution that formally ended slavery and gave the vote and citizenship to former slaves. Additionally, he signed public college education into law, the Morrell Act, as well as land ownership for the poor, the Homestead Act. President Franklin D. Roosevelt created federal agencies that hired black workers during the Great Depression into agencies like the Civilian Conservation Corps, CCC, the Work Progress Administration, WPA. He opened the United States Army to larger black enlistments, initiated officer training for blacks, and opened the all-white United States Marine Corps to black enlistments in 1942 and allowed them in combat in 1944. President Harry S. Truman's executive order in in 1948 eliminated segregation of blacks in the military. President Dwight David Eisenhower used the United States Army and federalized National Guardsmen in 1957 to physically integrate schools in Arkansas by escorting court-ordered black children into classrooms. President Lyndon B. Johnson supported and signed the 1964 Civil Rights Bill into law with help from the majority of Republican U.S. Senators. Only seven Republican senators voted against the bill. 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson supported and signed into law the Voter Rights Act of 1975. President Richard Nixon integrated Southern K-12 public schools that weren't integrated by Presidents Kennedy and Johnson. Examination of the Trump presidency cannot produce any Trump-supported legislation that compares an impact, legal and or social, to integrating the United States military. Presidents Truman and Eisenhower eliminated the segregated U.S. military if Blacks were even allowed to join, in the Marines, for example, since 1775. President Trump's three and a half years show some actions that have helped Blacks, for example, criminal justice reform. But none of those bills, actions, or programs can compare to the aforementioned actions of Presidents Lincoln, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Johnson, and or Richard Nixon blacks still suffer from discrimination, poor economics and not so equal education, lack of business ownership, and it does not help that they have a U.S. president who at 27 years of age was president of a company that was the largest landlord nailed by the U.S. government for criminal housing discrimination against blacks and Puerto Ricans. His father, Fred, named Donald the family company president just in time to be nailed by the Republican Richard Nixon Gerald Ford Department of Justice for criminally discriminating against blanks. Was he guilty? He settled the case, costing the company millions of dollars and control of company rental applications for 14,000 apartments. So the answer is no. He doesn't qualify as having done much of anything for blacks or Hispanics. Nope. Okay, well, that's our commentary for the day. And again, my email address is a Hispanic Commentator, one word, at gmail.com. That's Hispanic with two C's and two, and Hispanic Commentator with two C's and two M's at gmail.com. Send me any email you want, if you want an answer to a question or whatever, and I will respond as quickly as I can. I like to respond quickly, like on the, same, on the same email. So again, thank you for being there. This is Raul Lowry Contreras. This is the Contreras Report and Hispanic View of the United States of America. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.